Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Okies fans. Welcome to the first ever edition of Triumph Spotlight here on TSL Today. We're starting things off with a bang. We've got Virginia Tech freshman All-American defensive back Monsoor Delane. He's in the studio. We can't wait to get this thing going. Monsoor Delane, coming up next. It's TSL Today from Blacksburg. Today's show is brought to you by Triumph NIL. Triumph NIL was founded to create meaningful name, image, and likeness partnerships for student-athletes. Triumph seeks to maximize individual and group earning potential and provide clarity to key stakeholders through creative activations. Their motto, recruit, retain, reward. Again, thank you so much to our partners, Triumph NIL. Well, we got a great show for you here today. Giovanni Heater joined alongside David Cunningham and across the way, Virginia Tech sophomore defensive back, Monsoor Delane. Monsoor, thanks so much for being here with us today. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I want to start by asking you about your name. What does your first name mean? Sure. Monsoor means uh, all glory with the help of God. Um, and my middle name, actually means I messed up. It means victorious with the help of God. And, uh, my middle name is all glory with the help of God. So, um, you know, it's an Arabic name and I love stand by it. So. Awesome. Well, congratulations on an outstanding freshman season. Now, you appeared uh, in your first time for Virginia Tech against North Carolina on the road down in Chapel Hill. Then you made your first start a few weeks later against NC State, also on the road. Kind of take me through your personal journey this past season, what it was like working your way up to finally getting on the field in October. And then before you know it, you're a starter. And in those short amount of starts, ended up being an All-American as well. For sure, man. It was a crazy journey, to be honest. Uh, Really... Uh, I was set back as soon as I really got to Virginia Tech. So uh, around July, I actually uh, broke my collarbone. Um, and then I really even, I didn't even do camp. So I didn't have that chance to really prove myself, uh, my talent-wise. And uh, around like week three, Wofford, I was just getting back in there. I was going to play. Um, but I actually, the couple of days before that, I kind of retweaked it. Um, so it kind of messed it up there. So the first four games, to be honest, I really wasn't even healthy. Um, and going to UNC, I wasn't healthy either. Uh, at that point, I put a little pad on it, took some took some meds and stuff like that. I said, man, let's go. So uh, I couldn't back down from the opportunity. So I kind of just played through it right there. And then from there, you know, I just kept getting comfortable with the game. Uh, the coaches were trusting in me and my teammates, and I felt like just kept going. And it was a great opportunity. You Now, you've got a background at both cornerback and at safety. Exactly. But, of course, the injury, like you mentioned, set you back a little bit. How much did having a background in both kind of help you when you did get an opportunity to play? How did, how did that help you that help you fit in more quickly? Hey, safety, I definitely say it's, the, it's a very cerebral, cerebral part of the game. Uh, you have to know everything. It's like, besides the middle linebacker, you're dang the captain of the team. So And you control every, how everything goes. So, 
the safeties make calls, the corners versus corner. I say it's very easy compared to safety as far as play call and stuff like that. You got deep thirds, quarters, stuff like that. But, you know, we got safety. You have to worry about run fits and uh, containing the quarterback and filling this zone. So that uh, transition for me was very well. And I feel like I could still do both, you know, at this point. So I feel like it brings more uh, of an asset to my game. Could we ever see you play safety for Tech? And we got the wait and see, to be honest. I feel like I'm very excited for the spring. Um, to be honest, uh, I feel like uh, I'm kind of leaning more towards liking corner uh, just because of kind of how more marketable it is to the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get about five corners going in the first round versus safety. The best safety can come the second round. So ultimately, I would probably like to play corner. But, you know, also uh, NFL uh, agents and stuff like that, they like to see uh, DB that's versatile. So... I'm always willing to do both. So, so what's your approach coming into this offseason? Uh, obviously, this is your first full-on healthy offseason. Uh, now it's it's not necessarily where you're coming in as a freshman, just kind of learning the ropes and everything like that. Like, you're going. You're you're a starter on this football team. What's this offseason like for you? To be honest, I would even say, like, I'm a starter. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, honestly, you have to earn everything still this year. So I feel like it's a fresh slate. Um, just like I was a freshman and came there and some – not take somebody's spot, but, you know, earn my position on the field. So we got some ballers coming in the summer, so I'm going to coach them and teach them up to take my spot. So uh, I don't even take uh, anything like I have for, uh, for granted, but, you know, definitely in the locker room, I try to take that role as a leader and um, just being an example for others. So that's probably the biggest transition from being kind of the young guy to trying to just into a leader. Outside of injury, what was the hardest part for you as a freshman? As a freshman, I'll say just like the daily lifestyle uh, as far as like recovery and just eating and film, stuff like that. Man, you can go to high school, play a game off 12 bags of Skittles. So like, <laughs> But now, you know, you have to, you know, get your protein, your carbs, uh, re- recover, um, you know, get rest. Film study is very important. So, you know, that's probably the biggest difference, I would say, as far as just high school and college. How, how long did it take you to kind of adjust to that? Or are you still adjusting? Yeah. I feel like I'm pretty adjusted now. Probably when I first got my first start uh, after that, I was like, you know, people got a scout on put on me. So I was like, they're expecting it's not the same thing. They don't even know who I am at this point, especially this year. Everybody has a scout on put on me. You know, they know my weaknesses. So I have to try to improve on that and, um, you know, just keep elevating my game. I want to talk about your recruiting process a little bit. Why Virginia Tech? Uh, to be honest, I really just say I love to feel the Blacksburg. I feel like it's not for everybody, but, you know, if you really get to love it, uh, you love being here. So uh, I love being in Blacksburg. You know, Lane Stadium is none like it. So that was a big part of it. And then, you know, obviously, like I said, I knew the kind of things about the coaches that recruit on, recruited me about you know, them being on the hot seat, stuff like that. So it wasn't mainly about the coaches, more so the place I fell in love with. Um, and from there, you know, it hasn't let me down. Uh, what what colleges recruit so heavily in that area? Obviously, Maryland's right there, sure. but um, kind of in between the ACC in the Big Ten, what was your recruitment like? And and what, what kind of big schools are just surrounding not just you, but, but everybody else in the DMV? For sure. Uh, you always got the Penn State's. Uh, you know, those big schools, you know, Franklin loves to go, uh, go dipping in there. Um, I would say Maryland for sure. Uh, locks, you know, they, they definitely like to keep home at home. Um, and the Virginia, you know, Virginia tech, uh, 
you know, Coach Pry is definitely uh, trying to keep the footprint in Virginia and Virginia, and um, it's trying to expand on to Maryland where we have some good ball players. So I would say them, and obviously UNC uh, in Virginia, but not mainly in Maryland, but in Virginia. Uh, but those kind of those few schools in there. But then you got the Big Ten. You always can go basically anywhere outside of there. So it's really spread everywhere. How can the Hokies have a bigger impact uh, up there than maybe they've had in, in recent years? I mean, to be honest, you just got to win football games. You know, you can't, like, to be honest, you can't go in there losing ODU. I mean, what type of example does that say to Virginia kids like that? So, um, like like I said, we want to make a statement this first game coming out and win games. And obviously, you know, the crew and coach is doing is very well. So, uh, to be honest, that's what I think. Yeah. The DMV's produced a lot of really talented players over the years. Um, Virginia Tech's had plenty of them come through the ranks. Mm-hmm. What do you think makes the DMV so special? I really think it's the coaches, uh, just at a, such a young level. I mean, my dad coached me in youth league, but we had about seven title, basically head coaches coaching a six and seven year old team. So just the, it was so much investment uh, as far as the uh, just one youth team and just that kind of pours in the, um, the high school. I mean, the WCAC is one of the top high school conferences in the nation. Um, it's just the importance of football is just so important, and they teach you little things that maybe not everybody gets, you know, in such the bigger states and stuff like that. So I feel like that's the advantage. How how cool do you think is it is when, you know, you're, you're going to play on a Thursday night this year or big-time ESPN games, and somebody from your old high school turns on the TV and goes, oh, man, you know, I remember when, when, when I, you know, saw that kid on, on the high school field. How cool is that, the impact that you could potentially have on, on that area? Exactly. Uh that I feel it makes me want to go harder, you know, when you're making plays like that. You know, people back home are looking up to you and trying to do the same thing as you. So it kind of even gives you more inspiration to, you know, wake up and go do what I do. So, you know, people relying on me, family members, and um, also people looking up to me. So it gives you more inspiration. Your brother, Fahim, he's an <laughs> incredibly talented uh, player as well. Uh, what's your relationship like with him? And have you given him any advice as he kind of goes through this recruiting process? Yeah, that's my boy for sure. Uh, you know, he's definitely, I would say, you know, it's kind of a feeling of jealousy, you know, because the schools <laughs> he got, man, I always dreamed of those schools. So, uh, but now I feel like my my goal and uh, is to kind of lead him to the best path and whatever the best path for me because I've done, went down this road. So I'm trying to guide him in the best direction possible. Who's the better football player? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Hopefully, hopefully in the future it's him. Yeah. Every day, I mean, all the work I'm trying to put into him, my dad, my mom, and all that stuff, invest in him. So I hope it's him. Um, but as of now, you know, who, you know who the big dog is. You know, <laughs> so. did, did you guys share the football field a lot growing up? Uh, actually, I shared the football field with my older brother. So actually, okay. when I was younger, my dad made me play up. So I kind of, you know, I always been playing with the big dogs. I say like I'm a freshman playing um, college football, but I was six year old playing with the 10 year olds. So, you know, I play with my older brother, but I haven't got the chance to play with my Fahim's a uh, sophomore in high school, correct? Yes. So there's there's a bit of a gap yeah. there. Yeah, a bit of a gap. yeah, no doubt about that. Um, what are your passions and hobbies outside of football? You know, so many times we get guys in here and, you know, everyone just wants to ask them about everything on the field. We want to get to know you off the field as yeah. well. Man, I feel like uh, when I was in the dorm, I was the barber on campus. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you ever need a haircut or something like that, I could always chop you up. Uh, a lot of people say video games, but, you know, I actually not, like, really too much into the video games. Uh, but I want to say I'm trying to learn my, my golf, get into my golf. Uh, 
you know, I heard it's a key thing, you know, it's in the business aspect <laughs> yeah, yeah, and things yeah, like yeah. that. So I'm working on my swing a little bit. Um, that's really about it. Football consumes a lot of time. So, you know, okay. you said you're are you the team barber. Yeah. So, well, so, so what, nah. what, what kind of interest is there in that area? What kind of got you into that? How, how, why, like what led you to becoming the quote unquote team barber? Yeah, I would say, you know, my dad cut my hair, uh, when I was young, uh, I would never really went to the barber. So around when I was like 13 and I think he wasn't home and I was like, Man, I'm not going to wait on him. So I just went ahead, grabbed the clippers and watched some YouTube videos. And ever since then, I just try to work, be independent and just kept going and learn over time and got good at it. Um, you know, here I don't even charge that much. So you want a $35 haircut or you cut them on soy. So, you know. You you don't cut your own hair, do you? And I cut my own oh, hair, wow. too. I haven't that, went, that, that takes a lot of skill. That does. You have to get a mirror in the back and everything. I haven't went to the barbershop in about five years. So I'm not. <laughs> so, so how many teammates did you cut hair for? Uh, I would say uh, around 10. Wow. You know, as of now, around ten. You know, I'm still trying to expand the business, but uh, that's a lot of trust from them to to sure, put into you. Sure. I think I got a little more trust as they thought I was got better at football. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> they didn't know too, they didn't know about me that much uh, when I was first got there. But now, nah, um, yeah, definitely trying to cut some more people. So that's nice. that's definitely getting used on a broadcast. Monsoor edge up the lane <laughs> coming to coming to pick got off to. the quarterback. Got there you to. go. Um, what has this partnership with Triumph been like for you? Man, it's been uh, it's been great. You know, they uh, I feel like they're just there as a resource, and it's not like uh, pushing you to sign anything or forcing you to do anything. It's just kind of whatever you're interested in. Um, they support and want you to go do, and then obviously they take care of you um, financially and try to put money in your pocket and then from then uh you go you know obviously go represent multiple things and it's a lot of good uh good causes they are here for too so i definitely love being a part of that how, how has nil impacted you and it's impacted not only me but many other people i've seen some uh i don't know what school was some basketball player um they paid for her sister's student loans mm. you know man it's just things that it it can just do for you. I know it could be a bad thing. People say it kind of gets a bad rep. Um, but, you know, I feel like I could do a lot of different things for your family financially. And it's been able to help my family out. Um, so, you know, I actually, you know, being able to help my, my mom and dad, uh, dad pay off for their house and stuff like that right now. So I feel like it. There's many good things to That's it. That's awesome. So, yeah. You talk about your family. Tell us a little bit about your up upbringing and uh, how much your family means to you. Man, they mean everything. Uh, that's what I do it for. Uh, you know, my mom and dad, they invested me when I was so little. Uh, so I feel like it's now it's just to return to them and give back. My little brother, um, man, if I get some money, I give it to him. Uh, my other brother, brother, my sister, stuff like that. So I appreciate that. What, what are some of your favorite memories growing up with your family? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, my dad, I always told my dad, but, you know, he was really uh, me uh, my oldest brother, my little brother, we were about five, but we were carrying these, we, uh, he took car tires or truck tires. So we would just <laughs> carry them up, uh, stairs. And I just remember we was all just like, why are we out here? And we were always just crying, always going into there, but, <laughs> but we would enjoy, you know, if we did good, we got some ice cream after and stuff like that. So it was always good moments with, uh, my family and stuff right. like that. So. Did you have any players growing up that you idolized, whether it be a different sport or in the NFL, anybody that you kind of uh, modeled your game after? Well, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. Uh, 
So Ray Lewis, I love his mentality, uh, the way he leads guys, um, and really just try to kind of model myself after that. And Ed Reed too. So those two great Baltimore Ravens right there. So. From a fellow Ravens fan, you yeah. go Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> go Ravens um, what? I'm sure you remember the Super Bowl. Where were you when the Ravens won that Super Bowl? I was definitely at the house. You know, I definitely knew something was up when the lights went out. I was like, <laughs> something, something's, something's going, going on. on. Yeah. So, but, no, nah, that was a great game. Uh, Jacoby Jones took the kickoff back. Uh, oh, man, that was, that was a great game, you know, for sure. You have a wrestling background. Mm. How did you get into wrestling, and how has that kind of translated to football? Mm. Well, uh, my mom, I would say my mom, she didn't really like kind of even want me to wrestle. You know, she's always scared. That's her little boy. So, uh, but really, I just never got into basketball. So we would always be winning. So we would go to like January and February. The season was starting in September. So uh, AAU was in December. So I never really had a chance to start that. So my dad was like, you might as well go ahead and wrestle. Um, end up wrestling and helped me a lot of ways in football. And I kind of stuck with it uh, saw it until high school and then kind of let it go because of football, but I enjoyed it. it you, miss, cool. you miss wrestling? I wouldn't say that. You know, <laughs> I would say, man, I, I got a lot of respect for the wrestle, wrestling players, but, you know, it's a it's a lot of things that go into that. You know, the weight cutting, yeah. uh, you couldn't eat before your weigh-ins. Man, I like my food now, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm Have you been to a match here at Virginia Tech? They kind of go all out for that. I know. You know, sadly, I haven't, but I, it was because I kind of went back home, and during that time, they were doing a lot of wrestling meets. Um, so I definitely going to catch one before the season. Over. UVA coming up, what, next week? Oh, God, here soon. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I believe it's next Friday yeah, night. I, I tell I you what, there, there are some diehard Virginia Tech wrestling fans. It man. gets pretty man, rowdy. I, in I, I can vouch for that. I promise, you know, the Virginia Tech fans out there, I'm going to be at a wrestling match, and I'm going to be at the UVA basketball game. Too, oh, yeah. So awesome. Nice. Who do you spend the most time with off the field? Off the field. I would say, um, you know, uh, Cam Johnson. He's, on, he's from uh, Maryland, too, or D.C. Uh, Dorian Strong. Um you know, both from Maryland. So kind of my Maryland guys right there. Um, really majority of them, too. So, yeah, it's my boy. You know, they play, play corner, so we can play talk ball and then just be cool at the same what, time. What do you guys like to do together? Man, we play the game. Uh, that's that, I don't play the game too much, but when I when I play with them, I got to turn it on. So, you know, we play we talking the game. Ma- we talking Madden? Yeah, yeah, yeah Madden. Okay. For sure, okay. Madden. You know, everyone knows uh, who the champ is. It's okay. Me, so. <laughs> You know, it done took some money out of their pockets too on that. Ooh, so, oh snap! You know, it's all good though. So, so who do you? Who's your go-to team to play with in Madden? I use the Eagles. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought you would say the Ravens. Lamar's pretty you like fun J- to play Jaylen with. Jalen Hurts is probably fun to play with. He is. You know, Jalen Hurts that defense. Uh, Darius Slay. You know, mm-hmm. put him on yep. lockdown out there. So, uh, but nah, my that's my team right there. For sure. What's it like playing uh, for Coach Jones and Coach Prelude? <laughs> Back. They're really like two different coaches, I would say. Uh, you know, Coach Prelude, he's really just kind of a laid back guy, you know, teaches you the fundamentals, uh, gives you advice, stuff like that. Then you got Coach Cheetah. And if you <laughs> if you mess up on one thing, you're not gonna hear the last of it. So um they both are two great coaches and as far as my relationship with Coach Cheetah, uh it's he helps me with multiple things on and off the field. You know, if I even came to this interview right now, he would, 
just teach me how to go uh, about myself or just how to market myself the best. Um, so he's definitely, I appreciate him. I saw inside of your, your guys' uh, cornerback room, he's got a cheetah. Everything's decked out in, like, cheetah yeah. print. Uh, it's pretty cool in there. What are your thoughts? I mean, he really embodies that whole mentality. Can you talk a little bit more about what the whole cheetah montage is with him? For sure. It's a... Uh, it's just it's a it's a mentality. Uh, you know we got the man's rule, so it's just be where you're supposed to be, uh, where you're supposed to be, as well as you possibly could do it. I forgot it. You know you have to write it down, <laughs> stuff like that. So, but nah, it's um, it's good. So you know he was at Duke for a while. So you know I wouldn't say they don't all go to the league, but you don't necessarily go to Duke to go to the league. So, uh, the players he's developed from there have had great careers. You know, businessman. Um salesman stuff like that so he really uh teaches you how to be a good man and just life after football and stuff like that so that's really what the whole cheetah mentality and everything like that so who is the funniest person in in the cornerback room <laughs> uh i'll say elijah howard uh really? you know he's he's a funny guy for sure uh you know he he left us for a quick sec but uh <laughs> he came back uh but now he, he can make some jokes Tell us what it's like when that place is just rocking. You're inside the tunnel. Sandman is chiming in. Everyone's jumping up and down. What is that feeling? I went to the Notre Dame game when I was a recruit, and oh, it was a, amazing. It's a good one to go to as a it recruit. It was a great one, but it still wasn't anything like when I came out for the West Virginia game, even though I ain't play. But, uh, man, when I came out, it was crazy. Like even My, my favorite part is when all the music stops. And they still singing Sandman. Man, it just gives me chills right there. So that's that's why I need to be here. Gets so. you fired up? Yeah. Now, sure. You saw the schedule come out uh, a couple of days ago. If you had to circle one on there, whether it's the night game against Syracuse or, you know, there's opportunity for other night games inside lane as well. Mm -hmm. uh, what's kind of that marquee matchup inside lane that you're looking out for? I have to actually even look at the schedule, you know what I'm saying, to look at it. But I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Yeah, but really, man, I got that Florida State one circled on my calendar. So, you know, uh, they projected to win the ACC. So, mm -hmm. you know, I know I have a good matchup. Um, and even the quarterback, as long as the receiver. So, you know, I have a good right chance to prove myself right there. So that's one that's on my calendar. What, what was your favorite memory from any of your games this year that you played in? Oof. Uh... Liberty, you know, mm. even, uh, man, just the feeling of winning. Uh, who cares how I did? I could have a terrible game, a great game. But, you know, just see Coach Pryor in there laughing, um, having fun, the team having a blast. I mean, that's what we're all about. So I would say that was the best experience. And obviously I want many more of those to come this year. So What's that like? You talked about how um, coming here, you didn't really care about the coaching situation because you fell in love with the place. You fell in love with the people, things like that. Um, but then eventually coach Pry gets hired. Uh, this isn't the staff that recruited you. And there are some question marks. So what's that like how, your first impressions of coach Pry and the new staff, and then just kind of assimilating in with them and, and buying into their idea of what this program should be. Exactly. So, so basically when I came, when the old coaching staff got fired and then, uh, Coach Pry and them were kind of coming in. Um, I kind of made a decision where if I kind of liked them, I was kind of going a different route. Uh, no, if I didn't like them, I was going a different route. And if I did, I was kind of just going to stick it out. But, um, you know, obviously, Coach Pry, he's a defensive-minded coach. So, you know, that's what I wanted right there. And when we got in the meeting and the way he was just talking, his level of knowledge and stuff like that, and then Coach Jones coming to see me, 
it fit the piece as long as uh, as long as blacks with Blacksburg. So uh, it was a no brainer for me to stay. And, you know, obviously worst comes to worst. You know, we got the transfer portal nowadays, but, you know, that wasn't. So if anything went wrong. So but, you know, obviously I wanted to be here. So that was the best. Decision. Well, you, you mentioned kind of falling in love with Blacksburg. Why? What What made you fall in love with this place? You know, a couple hours from home, not necessarily far, not necessarily close. What makes Blacksburg special to you? It's a it's a it's a different vibe. Uh, you know, I'm from Maryland, so it's not technically uh, I'm from the sub the suburbs, I would say. But there's a lot of things to do, uh, the city and stuff like that. But when you come when I come down to Virginia Tech, it's about a four hour drive. It really gives me opportunity to kind of realize what my purpose of being here is for. Um, kind of isolates me from everything, all the everything chaotic and stuff like that. And basically, when I come down to Virginia Tech, like uh, it's business, you know what I'm saying. So there's obviously fun, but you know, it kind of gives me a time to really hone in on my craft and stuff like that, and kind of away from everything else. So I like that. For the guys that are coming back and, and were a part of the team last year and and are ready to um, you know do more again this year, what's kind of the mindset? Um, maybe things didn't go the way that you wanted them to go, and 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 what's kind of the mindset in that locker room is? Hey, we can be the leaders uh, to get this ship on the right track. I would the the mindset is compete. Um, that's what we're all about right now, competing. Uh, we can be the best team in the AC, but it's about being the best version of ourselves. So uh, right now, the motto is compete. Uh, push ourselves to each other uh, as much as we can. And uh, even Coach Jones talks about it. He tries to make the corner room the most uncomfortable environment there is. Uh, you know, obviously me and Dorian, everyone says we're the starters and stuff like that. But, you know, we got my guy Derek, um, you know, and other corner stuff like that, Cam Johnson, people coming back from uh, injury. So we want competition. So, you know, we don't want anyone to feel like they have a job or, you know, feel comfortable. So. Awesome. All right. Well, m before we get you out of here, uh, Monsoor, let's hit you with a little bit of a fun, lighthearted <laughs> speed round just to uh, just to wrap things off. David, I'll let you kick us off. All right. Who is your favorite musical artist? Hmm. Good one. I get this ass a lot. I would say uh, Future. Future. Okay. Okay. So what's that pregame playlist like? Like give us a five songs or something like that. I wouldn't listen to future pregame. Right. I would say I yeah, would so what are you gonna listen to pregame? I would listen to like NBA Young Boy or like Chief Keith or <laughs> somebody like that. But um let me see. I like Love Sosa. That's a good song. Um Songs that get you fired up. Yeah, you know, murder business. You know, some things you don't you don't know about, but <laughs> I don't know if you do, but uh, definitely I've liked those two. So I asked you earlier who's the funniest person in the in the DB room of the cornerbacks. Who's the funniest person on the team, in your mm -hmm. opinion? Mm. You can say Coach Pry, too. Coach Pry <laughs> got some jokes. <laughs> Recently, to be honest, ain't been too much, not too much joking going around. People about their business around now. So I'll kind of have to see this year. You know, the person I said last year, I said Eli Adams. Uh, he mm. left, so but I have to find that new guy. So we're going to see. Who's the funniest coach? Coach Cheetah, he's funny, man. That's a funny really? guy. Sean <laughs> Quinn seems like he's pretty funny, too. Oh, yeah. He he got some jokes, but I'm not with him all the time. Yeah. Okay. So I, I wouldn't be able to see it. So, What's your go-to pregame meal? Mm. So we got the mac and cheese. We got uh, chicken wings. Then we got rice. <laughs> we got to get some salad, some fruit. Um, it got uh, what that is, steak. Uh, nice. Steak. Uh, mashed potatoes really about it. So yeah. What's your favorite spot to eat in Blacksburg? 
Cabo Fistaco. That's mm. that's the spot. Uh, you know, I'm just working on that nil deal. Yeah, I was about so. to say, <laughs> there you go. Need, plug it. Need, need <laughs> yeah. an nil deal with Cabo for sure. So that's, they got some good food. Are you a picky eater? I am actually. Huh? It's crazy, but you know, Cabo. No, I'm actually, I'm not the chicken tenders fries guy, people always <laughs> assume, but, you know, I like, I'm pretty basic when it comes to food, so. Interesting. What's your favorite movie? Uh, Cars 3. Oh, okay. Uh, Why? Man, I like it. Man, it sounds like a childish thing, but, you know, there's, I feel like there's a lot of. Hey, real ones, no. I'm a big Cars one. I love no, Cars 1, the original Cars. Uh, yeah. But Cars too. 3 is really good, too. Yeah, so, you know, I feel like there's a lot of good moral things behind it, but I like nice. it, so. Anything else that you'd like to add that you want Hokie Nation to know about you that uh, we didn't get the chance to ask you? Mm. Well, no. Man, I feel like I'm a pretty simple guy, uh, but I wouldn't feel like I have anything to say except, you know, obviously uh, it's B.I.B. It's Bruin and Blacksburg, so <laughs> uh, excited about next season. Monsoor, thank you so much for being with us here today. Thank you. Appreciate, appreciate you having us on. And appreciate, appreciate you coming on, man. And uh, can't wait to see you at the basketball game on Saturday. Most definitely. I'm going to be there. Awesome. I hope represent Hokies. All right. Well, that was Monsoor Delane. Again, can't thank him enough for being here. David Cunningham, Will Stewart producing behind the scenes. We want to one more time go ahead and thank Triumph NIL for all that they do. Beautiful partnership uh, to get things kicked off here on our first Triumph Spotlight. Again, that was Monsoor Delane. I'm Giovanni Heater signing off from Blacksburg. Thanks for tuning in as always, and we'll see you on Friday.